Let me entertain you. And welcome to another episode of Let Me Entertain You, where I take you inside the minds of musical theatre. Tony Sheldon is an Australian legend. He's had a career that spanned the West End, Broadway, around the world, and of course here in Australia. At the Sydney Theatre Awards, the first since the pandemic almost two years ago, Tony Sheldon was awarded a Lifetime Achievement Award and I was honoured to interview him after the show and capture his surprise. Without further ado, the legendary Tony Sheldon. One, two, three, four. Go Sydney Theatre Awards and I've got here the most fantastic person. You might know him of doing 2,000 performances in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert and he has just won a Lifetime Achievement Award here at the Sydney Theatre Awards. It's Tony Sheldon. Thank you. It's, I feel like a dinosaur. A Lifetime Achievement Award. It's unbelievable. I know. You're still young. I like to think I am but it's amazing. You don't think about these things until you get something like this and uh, this is my 60th year in show business. No. I, st I started in 1962 uh, on the Tonight shows on live television when variety was the, the thing, you know, you performed live. Um, so that was the beginning of my career. It's incredible. I just said to you, I saw you at the Glugs, the very last Glugs before lockdown, where you presented, uh, was it the Lifetime Award for Nancy Hayes? That's exactly right, yes. Yeah, so, you know, you don't, you, you think about, because Nancy was one of my idols, and you don't think of yourself sort of in the same breath as those people. But to actually see tonight Nancy and Geraldine Turner and Genevieve Lemon, or, you know, doing a tribute to me, it's actually like an out-of-body experience. It's quite <laughs> surreal. It's very strange. You know, I just find that so unbelievable because you are the most talented actor that I know, and I don't mean any disrespect to anybody else, but in particular when I'm talking about Priscilla, you have played that show 2,000 times. Was that here and also overseas? Yes, all around, and New Zealand and Canada and London and Broadway, yeah. So um, it, it took up like five years of my life in all. And, uh, and the extraordinary thing was I was 50 when I did the workshop, so you, you don't think a role like that is going to come your way at that time of your life. You actually think, oh, well, I'm settled and I'll just end up being some old character actor in Sydney, you know. And then suddenly to have, like, a whole new career in a role that is built on you, tailored on you, and you have so much input, and then to have, as I said tonight, to have a producer and director who, who actually fought for me to play that role around the world against a lot of opposition and uh, they believed in me. So to, to have the honour of taking an Australian work that I had created to Broadway in the West End, you know, I mean, that's, that is the pinnacle of my career. I, I find that so amazing because when I went and saw Priscilla, it was at the Capitol Theatre I think three years ago, and I, I, was, I, I love getting the seats right on the second or the front row. You know, I can really sort of see all the, all the uh, expressions on faces that I can't see. And I 
was saying to everyone, 2,000 shows and it is still fresh, still fresh. You had the jokes. It, there was, I'm absolutely flabbergasted. Can you give any advice how you keep that going? Um, it was uh, making every night as though it was a new journey, as though not, not projecting forward into the story, starting, starting at the beginning of the thing and not knowing where the story was going to take Bernadette. Um, so that I was never thinking ahead, I was never going, oh, this is my favourite number coming up or anything. I just let it all happen to me. And it helped that um, each time I did the show was with a different cast and, you know, nowadays more understudies go on than used to in the old days. So you're, you're getting fresh information from the actors who are with you on stage. And, of course, every audience is different. Some nights they sit there staring at you and they don't make a move. And some nights they'd be hen nights where, you know, 20 women would come dressed in feather boas and scream. So you're getting input from all over the place and it takes you in a different direction every time. It's very exciting. Did you learn that at any stage in your career? Was it very young or was it just that you learnt that with Priscilla? I think I've learnt a lot more as I've gotten older. I think I became a better performer as I got older. And uh, so, yeah, I think that came from experience. And uh, I... I was raised in the old school of you don't go off and uh, you you lead a company, you set an example for a company. You know, I grew up around the Tony Lamonts and the Nancy Hayes and the Jill Perrymans and so I felt a lot of responsibility when I was playing that role and a lot of it was about saying to the kids this is how it is supposed to be done really. You know, you have a responsibility to the, to the other people on stage to be at your best at all times and to the audience who have probably paid a lot of money to come and see this show and it might be their first show they've never seen a musical before so that took a lot of learning you know um, it actually also had a lot to do with why I, I've retired. I have left the business because that sort of work ethic is getting harder and harder to maintain and um, I, I'm starting to feel my age in terms of the young kids don't sort of hang out with you anymore. You know, there's not that feeling of camaraderie that there used to be when I was younger. So I thought I might just get out now while the going's good, while I'm still, you know, having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> No, I did hear that news and, you know, I was very sad. Is there any chance you may actually do a, maybe a cabaret show and a memoir? Because I've seen, I follow you on Instagram. You have the most terrific stories that need to be made into a book. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't really like going back and dwelling on my past. Um, I said tonight I have a lot of imposter syndrome and I tend to look back and go, oh, the mistakes that I made. Oh, I was terrible in that show. And I don't know whether I want to to wallow in that, um, you know, I, uh, no, I don't think I will. <laughs> I just want to touch on this as well. Is it true with Priscilla that Bette Midler actually brought it to New York? She was the producer above the title, yes, in New York. Um, she was one of many producers that, uh, but, but the show was already coming to Broadway and they signed her on as a sort of a publicity thing because Whoopi Goldberg had produced Sister Act, I think. Oprah Winfrey was presenting The Colour Purple. So it sort of became a big thing about having a star's name. About, we never saw her. Bette never came to the show. She never, you know, we never got an opening night card. Um, and it was weird because I did another show in New York about two years later and she came and saw it and had no idea who I was 
absolutely. And I had to say to her, I was in your show, <laughs> and it was her daughter who said, Mom, Tony played the lead in your show. And she said, oh, really, which part? She said. So I thought, oh, yeah, OK. She just signed the cheques, I think. But she was very sweet when I did meet her. She was very nice. And uh, But, yes, it was, uh, it was more a publicity thing than anything. Right. Mm. And I also want to ask about your mum, the wonderful Tony Lamond. Yes. And she was here uh, the very last Sydney Theatre Awards. Yes, I'm sure they wheeled her out in her wheelchair for the Be My Guest yeah, thing, didn't they? Yeah, you in the they? Beast yeah. Reunion. She would have come tonight, but she's 90 this year and she really can't get about anymore. Um, but uh, she's certainly here in spirit and uh, I think she would love to keep going and you know she keeps saying oh if I had one more show but uh, you know her age and her health are, are standing in the way of that. Well, she did a fantastic ABC documentary and I think for the Cabaret Festival back in 2020, 2019 yes, she yes. did a bit of a wasn't she one of the special guests? Yes Trevor Ashley dragged her out wouldn't take no for an answer <laughs> and they interviewed her on stage in, in her wheelchair and she sang a couple of numbers yeah. and uh, yes that uh, the recording studio the special she did for the ABC, I think has won her a whole new legion of fans, which yeah. is uh, is wonderful for her because she she suffered ill health as a result of doing Beauty and the Beast. The costume she was playing the wardrobe, and the costume compressed her spine. And I didn't so, know. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so consequently, it, it sort of crippled her, and it, it curtailed her career. And uh, so I think there's a sense that she feels that the world has forgotten her. And um, she sort of had to retire against her will. So when people do write to her and say, oh, we heard you sing as long as he needs me on Channel 2, oh, yeah. that, that gives her such a rush. You know, it's very exciting. And I have to keep reminding her that people think of her all the time. And, you Absolutely. know, I'll be able to say, you know, at the, the awards tonight, how many people have sent their love to her. And, oh, my goodness. Please tell her. Absolutely. You both aren't forgotten. <laughs> Mother and son. Absolutely. You are showbiz royalty for Australia. Oh, bless your heart. Thank you so much. Oh, absolutely, Tony. And can I just ask, if there's any actors out there, what was the best advice you were given? Um, I, look, I think every, every actor's path is different and you've got to do what is best for you. And it's a very different time now. A lot of people are fighting for, for their right to be on stage now, which, uh, you know, we just used to sit around and wait till somebody discovered us. So it's a, it's a whole different time. So if you feel that you want to be out there, you, you go out and fight for it and you do it. As long as you're happy and you love it and it brings you joy, uh, that's all I can say. Yeah, go for it. Wow. Well, um, the last show, I think, was you were playing Grandpa at yes. the uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's right. Yes, indeed. And I got a helpman, which oh, yes. was lovely. Yes. So I thought... I, well yeah. deserved. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, yes, get, get out while, you, while you've got your helpman. <laughs> <laughs> and would you think you'll be doing a sort of like a Bette Midler and a Whoopi Goldberg and put your name to, um, on top of the title as a producer? I'd, uh, if I had money, I would, but I, <laughs> I'd be a humble pensioner from now on. So who knows what the future brings? I have no plans. Um, I have At the moment, I'm just cooking and reading and, and looking after my fella at home so, uh, and taking care of mum. So uh, we shall see. what. Uh, it's a strange new world with the epidemic. And everything, so. I know, but please know that Australia loves you and your mum you. and Thank thinks you the so world much. of you. And congratulations on a Lifetime Achievement Award here at the Sydney Theatre Awards. Please don't be a stranger at all to any of the productions. Truly, everyone loves you. Thank you so much, Latoya.
has been Let Me Entertain You Inside the Minds of Musical Theatre. Thanks for listening. Please like, subscribe and tell your friends. But most importantly, go and see a show. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Nice to be in orbit.